What up, y'all? It's Raina and Shireen from Power Pump Girls, the podcast, your go-to resource for all things womanhood, social issues, and the hustle. So this is our very first episode. I'm really excited. Uh, we want to use this episode to bring you up to speed on three years of building Power Pump Girls. Yes. That includes social impact and building a merch line and advocacy in the community. Yes. So let's hop right in. Woo! we always get is how did we meet we get asked this all the time so I feel like we should just get out of the way they're always asking are you best friends did you know each other forever what's the answer so the answer is yes we are best friends the this is first of all pause this is Raina's favorite question yeah she always just faces it head on um we actually met in a kitchen (sighs) and that sounds like a really bad joke um (laughs) it kind of is whose kitchen was it so we met in our ex-boyfriend's kitchen, um, and Raina was about to graduate college. Yeah. And I remember walking up to her. I don't, I don't remember if you were cooking or if I was cooking. Probably together. Yes. And <laughs> so I walk up to Raina, and I'm like, okay, so you're about to graduate. Um, what do you plan on doing with the rest of your life? Yeah, and I really didn't have an answer, but for us, it was really fate. Like, I knew when I met Shereen that it was meant to be because we were the same size shoe. And I was like, up until this point in my life, I had friends, but like it just sealed the deal that we were the same size shoe. So I made the leap and we started our very first company together in that kitchen. Yes, and the so kitchen actually- kitchen that belonged to. Our ex-boyfriends, which we really do owe them each other. Like this was a really big deal for us. Yeah. When Rain and I met, we like instantly clicked um, and we've been inseparable ever since. I love her family. She loves my family. We visit each other for the holidays. Like, I just said this today on my Instagram that I pray this type of friendship for every woman yeah. because it's so important that you have a girlfriend that just gets you and also wears the same size shoe as you. That part. So, yeah, that's why we're really excited about today and launching this podcast. It's a new journey for the both of us. We've worked together in so many different capacities in the past, and we just feel as though this is our year to use our voice and our platform to bring forth more fun and exciting stuff. So, again, we're going to track you through three years worth of three plus years. I keep saying three. It's been a long time. Five years plus. Of Power Pump Girls magic. So, take this journey with us. So, okay, let's start in 2015, because that is when we actually met in the kitchen. Um, And we were planning a birthday party for our then-boyfriends. And while we were planning this, we were also having the conversation of, so what do you plan on doing when you graduate? Yeah. And so we threw this birthday party. We had like a $500 budget that was was our personal money. And (laughs) hey, when you look back on it, 500 of your own money, that's... It's an investment. Okay, thank you. Didn't go well. Um, so, with that investment, Raina and I decided that we would put on this birthday party. Um, and during the process, we both found out that we were just like 
really good at bringing people together, logistics, um, and we knew how to run a well-oiled machine. Yeah, we really found our niche with working with one another, and we were like, okay, this is special because we're people people, but we've never found, like, this ease of working with someone else, and so we were like, "Where, where can this go? And so, you know, naturally, we were like, let's be event planners. We had no idea what we were doing, Um, but we started a corporate events company, and from there, we're able to grow our network and really meet people and kind of establish ourselves as business women in the community, which was really pivotal for both of us in our career. I was fresh out of college, and Shereen was still fresh out and, you know, kind of establishing herself in the community, so it was a fun time where we learned a lot. So I actually think back to when we dubbed ourselves like corporate event planners. We had only thrown a birthday party. That's it. We were not at all corporate event planners. But one thing about our relationships as friends is I am the person who, we just talked about this the other day, I will hop in the car and drive without knowing exactly where I'm going. Yep. And that's like when I'm looking for food, that's with my business, that's with work, like everything. I just get in the car and I go. And Raina is the friend that's like, but what time are we going? And where are we going? And I'm so, in the car. Yeah. I'm in the car with She's her. She's in the car. But we're figuring out she as we details, go. And I don't. And so that's exactly what happened. I was like, hey, look, we're just going to start telling people we are corporate event planners. And that's, that's how we got our start. And then you know what else is funny? I think about the time we were in the library and we were trying to figure out how we were going to pay for a branding kit. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was hilarious. We had many nights in libraries at your old apartment complex in that study room. Yep. That's literally where we filed for our business uh, certification and came up with lots of ideas in those early days and just trying to map out what it meant to own your own business and run your own business and be these two entrepreneurs, I guess. So corporate event planners. Early days of the hustle. Um, But fast forward, we had always been trying to figure out another way to like really dig our feet in and be like pivotal in the community and really involved. And so in 2017 is when Powerpump Girls was birthed. Um, At that point, we had kind of slowed down on the events, but we're still trying to make a name for ourselves and really be entrepreneurs, I guess. Yeah. So that's one of your other favorite stories. Boom. So there was this one time, um, this girl walks into a burrito shop. Another joke. Uh, it's, but for real, Raina uh, was on lunch and she was wearing these lovely fuchsia, magenta, whatever these color you see. These are the original power <laughs> pumps. They match your lips today. So cute. Um, so yeah, these were the original pumps. Raina is in line at Izzo's Burrito. It's a local burrito joint here in town. And she's on Snapchat, and she takes a picture of her heels, and then she captions the picture, Powerpump Girl. Girl. Mm -hmm. And I, what did I do? Well, you immediately messaged me, and I will just pause and say it's the biggest regret of my life that I didn't save that Snapchat story. Because, you know, they disappear after 24 hours. Yeah. And I wish I still had that memory from, like, the day Powerpump Girls was birthed. But, yeah, I was just feeling myself that day in these pink shoes. So I tagged Powerpump Girl, and of course, Shereen was like, this is something. We need to make a business. We need to start something. Driving the car, nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. We had no idea what Powerpump Girls was, um, but I actually got a lot of messages that day. People were like, what's, what's Powerpump Girl? And yeah. so the messaging obviously resonated with people, and so per usual, we just filed and made it a business. And that was one of those special nights in the clubhouse in my old apartment yep. complex. Mm-hmm. Like, we were literally like, LLC, we need 80 bucks, and I don't even think we had 80 bucks, because Probably the truth not. is, our events company, was we, were, down. Yeah, we were slowing down, and that was never our full-time gig. That right. was a side hustle. Let's talk about so, it. So, 
side hustles kept us afloat, but it also kept like our engineering juices like going. Yeah. And um, our networks, like people would yeah. see like when we're at our day jobs, we're talking about our side hustles. Yeah. So they would see who we were really about that life and like, yeah. we really want to grow this to be something we do full time. So it built our network and our validity and what we did because yep. people heard us talking about it all the time. So um, let's talk about the first brunch because that's where we married like yeah. our, our idea of events company with how to serve our community. Yeah, so we threw a brunch because at the time that was kind of becoming a thing here. Yeah. Um, it was getting hot. It was hot everywhere else. So we were <laughs> like, let's hop on the trend and throw a brunch. And so we threw an event, which we were great at, um, for what we thought was just our close friends and family and ended up being a community-wide event yeah. where we celebrated women in business. We allowed them to network with one another. We did some intentional activities. Yep. And we really saw the birth of Powerpump Girls in that moment and how we were gifted with bringing people together with intention and creating moments that were memorable but also impactful in that way. And still very much so a side hustle. Very much a side um, hustle. Because I think we used our own money for Definitely. that. We called on our network like, hey, can you make brunch for us for free? <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we, I literally remember all of our friends showed up to the venue the night before mm -hmm. and we were setting the table and we were like taking pictures, making sure the audio and tech was working. Like we really still put our all into it even yeah. though it was like a side thing for us. On a little budget. On a very tiny shoestring budget. Yeah. Um, and it it was just important for us that we created a space where women would feel comfortable, um, a space where they would intentionally have conversations and connect. We had girls who started businesses with each other yeah. after that brunch. It was um, And they're still business partners to this yep. day. Yep. Um, man. That was a good time. Yeah. So we used that like as the you know springboard for that first year where we just hosted events because that's what we knew. And yeah. so we were like, we're good at bringing people together. We're good at creating space. Um, so we just did a series. It was workshops. It was social meetups, um, just different gatherings where we would always want to have some sort of takeaway, but we were kind of just winging it in that first year. And we're like, let's just throw these events, things that we would want to yeah. go to. Um, we were creating those spaces for women in that first year. So after that, we kind of were like, what can we do to make this more foundational and more like long lasting and uh -uh. sustaining? She lying, y'all. What really happened was happened? the girls in our community were you're like, right. you're right. Um, can you do more? And we were like, what you mean? This is a side hustle. Right. We're not getting paid for this. Still not getting paid. Like, what do you mean? Can we do more? Can you do more? Can we do more together? Um, but you're that's right. what ended up happening. They yeah. were pushing us. They to called say, us like, out. They did. Hey, I get it you're this woman's networking group but when we get together how can we actually you know mobilize and do things in our community yeah um which brings us to 2018 yeah go ahead um so that's when we started doing like our give back program so that year is when secured was birthed i think so um and that came out of a trip we were like you know we were in new york city for your birthday yep. and it was very much like an awakening moment when we didn't want to ride the subway, we didn't want to be around all these people pause to say that it was because of a measles outbreak yeah. at the time. Um, but we were really cautious about how we were interacting with people. And in a sense, we we're kind of being bougie. And we were like, we want to take cabs and Ubers. And we kind of had a self-reckoning of like, that's really privileged. privileged yeah. That's very privileged. And then that conversation between us and our friends became, oh, we only ever see privilege as white privilege yep. or racial privilege. And in that moment, we were privileged to have choice. Mm -hmm. um, and we were to literally have, paying 50 bucks an Uber ride one yeah. way. Yeah. So to be able to choose our mode of transportation and have the funds to do so was very privileged. And so we came back home. We're like, okay, well, how can we use privilege and address that topic 
um, but to use it for good and to help others. And knowing that our network within Power Pump Girls had some area of privilege across the board was like, okay, how can we, you know, mobilize these women with their privilege to help? So of that came Secured, which was our in-house initiative to address period poverty. And in true nature, once we found where we were going, uh, we booked a hotel room. Ahead. Yeah, remember we booked a hotel room at the Renaissance and we yep. did a staycation with one of our other friends and we were like, let's really like build and map this thing out. Yeah. Who are we serving? Why are we serving them? And how are we serving them? Yeah. And so, um, you know, we were watching videos about it and about how, how much of an issue it was across the country. And then we started identifying little pockets in our own city. And we were like, okay, this is something that we can address. Yeah. And it's something that weaved us all together as women is it was our menstruation. Yeah. And it was beautiful. It fit our, our, brand. our organization and yeah. our brand so well because we were a women's empowerment group and yeah. we were addressing this issue that directly affects women. And so once we found the data, we put out the information and we created, you know, segments and ways for people to get involved. It yeah. just took off and it was like, okay, obviously this was a need in our community and this was something we could address and help to, you know, change collectively so it was really really beautiful um also around that time we were mentoring in oh, yeah. elementary school which was really fun um so we went to a local school Gardier Christian Academy yeah. school I'm messing it up GCCS that's is what the name of it it's called. Um, <laughs> but they had a group of young girls and so I mean Rain and I's background we did not come for money um and so community and giving back as we got older and began to like start making money and like grow our networks we wanted to be rooted back in the same community that provided for us in some capacity mm -hmm. and so it was important for us to be mentors and an example for young girls who also come from a background that's maybe is not financially privileged yeah. and how can we help them and so I mean we sat in that room and these girls had stories that literally when me and Raina would leave we would be in tears yeah you know girls who are having conversations with us and they're like six or seven it was elementary age yeah, yeah. and it was cool because we saw ourselves in them but yeah. it was really beautiful for us to recognize they saw themselves in us and they were so strong they like were, some of their parents were in prison yeah. and like in deceased and like they were dealing with all of these issues at such a young age yeah. it was cool too to have that representation but then also that connection to them like personally we left every yeah. day like Shireen said like feeling so much more of a relationship with them yeah. and that we were growing as they were growing so yeah. that was a beautiful moment and we wrote that entire curriculum. We did. That was funny. Again, driving in the car. Doing things we're not qualified for <laughs> and just going with it. But we'll have another podcast about qualifications yeah. because we should really talk about that. We have some stories about that. Yeah. But yeah, we just, we saw the need and we addressed it and didn't care about, you know, a checklist of things that we should do beforehand. So that was a beautiful moment around that time. But that's when we were really figuring out that impact model and like mm -hmm. how we got into the community. Because here's the thing, like sometimes you really do just have to jump and figure it out on the way down because yep. still this entire timeline that we're discussing we really still had no idea what power pump girls None. was going to be how it was going to function in society we were just like piecing pieces together as yeah. we were going along figuring out um and i still think that's true to this day i think that your your hustles your organizations your brands your companies your life like everything should always be evolving and so um as rain and i grow and evolve so does power pump girls yep. and so does the community of women that are a part of it yep and so now we can talk about like LA. 
What up, y'all? It's Rain and Shereen with Powerpump Girls, the podcast. And we just want to take a moment to thank our amazing sponsor, Acroma Studios, which is the beautiful loft that we're in right now. They offer amazing studio space for all your creative projects right off of Government Street in Baton Rouge. They have this amazing loft, and then they also have a studio downstairs that you can book out to do your photo shoots, your events, your recordings, just like us. Um, so we want to thank them for sponsoring this podcast and being an amazing partner and asset to this community. Mm. Welcome mm. back. Welcome back, everybody. Raina and Shireen here again, again. from Power Girls, Girls, the podcast. Your go-to resource for womanhood, social issues, and the hustle. Period. Period. That's right. on Power Pump. Yeah. Anyway, wow. we're going to resume the story <laughs> and the evolution of Power Pump Girls. We are now in 2019. Yep. Um, and something we've always been intentional about, even when we were event planners, was continued education and just putting ourselves in spaces that will grow us and help us to learn. And so we were at the Girl Boss Rally. If you do not know Girl Boss or Sophia Amoroso, yeah. you need to look into that. She's a badass. Um, so it was a conference, and we were looking to glean, one, conference logistics from that networking with other boss like women and just like the whole experience so while we're there we're just on go per usual non-stop energizer bunnies and one of our friends made the comment like you guys just don't breathe like you don't come up for air you haven't stopped and Shireen just spit out without stopping or thinking she's like well if you can't hustle you can't hang and we both literally were like stop that's a thing just like the power pump girls moment we're yeah. like oh my god that's a thing um, so we kind of just took note of it and kept going on about our trip. Yeah. And then when we came back, we had a workshop with a friend. We're like, how do we make this like a phrase, a slogan, a something? And out of that evolved only hang with hustlers, which, which is our stable. It's, it's our, baby. our thing. And what was beautiful about that was that it opened up the power pump girls community to more than just women and girls. And yeah. now guys were like, yo, I resonate with that message. Like I only hang with hustlers. I am a hustler. Yeah. And so we were like, how do we include them in this message and in this movement? And it was through merchandise. And yeah. so we started with really basic tees, <laughs> slapping it on like a good shirt. Old gilded 5,000. <laughs> um, selling those. And then now that's evolved into a whole pillar of its own within power pump girls is that intentional merchandise and merch with a message that really brings people together and builds community within itself because if you're walking around with that t-shirt and I feel you I want to know where you got that so I can be a part of it yeah. so we still freak out when we see people that we yes. don't know with a shirt, shirt on or like if we get a hustle I mean a, um, an order on Shopify and it's yeah. from like Seattle or Florida and we have no idea who it is because like the first batch was like all of our friends all of our friends yeah and then like the second batch was like oh crap like this person in DC wants a yeah. shirt how did you even find us yeah. and the network's grown like as yeah. people wear it and they travel or their friends see it they want to be part of it so it's always so cool to see if you can a only moment. imagine where we came from. <laughs> only hang with hustlers. A moment. So last year was 2020. Oof. Um, Pause. Oof moment of silence. Uh, it was a very um, tough year. Yeah. A lot of people we know lost a lot of things, including, you know, family members and friends, colleagues. Jobs. Um, jobs, homes, yeah. vehicles, you name it. It was just a really tough year. And like we've been talking about, Rain and I have like, kind of positioned ourselves to be social impact strategists, social impact engineers. And so we, as again, as we're evolving and the world is evolving, 
you know, now we are considered to be the go-to women to help put together some strategies to mobilize yeah. people in our community. Um, and so then we came up with a process because we wanted to be able to copy and paste this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so our process became RIM, uh, which was... Also, like, Godson. I know. And I remember when that happened, I would call Rain. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I got it, like, in a dream state when you're in your deepest, like, moment of sleep and you have the most activity. It's REM. And, like, that's the, that's what we live in. And when you're dreaming and you're in REM, sometimes you're moving. Yeah. And so our REM model, R-E-M, is rally, educate, mobilize. And it's to mobilize people behind these impact efforts. Yeah. And it was like, that's perfect. That's exactly what we do. So. Yeah. We used that to create more impact opportunities outside of Secured. Yep. Um, we did blood drives this year yep. or this past year. Um, then we drove to Lake Charles for hurricane, hurricane relief. Hurricane relief. Um, but we use that REM model on everything. And now if ever there's an issue or something we want to address, we're like, okay, copy and paste, REM. How are we getting people excited? What's the stats and facts behind it? And then what are they doing? How are we mobilizing them? So yeah. um, that's been exciting. So during this whole process... Um, Again, in a car, don't really know where we're going. I'm going to keep referencing that because it's, or in a kitchen. it's really true. Yeah, we're in a kitchen. Um, but it's really true, and you never really know who's watching, and so it's, it's always really important to just do the work. Yeah. You know, keep your head down. Make sure your heart is in the right place. Make sure you're setting your intentions. And I would say at the end of last year, Rain and I got a few big surprises and phone calls that, like, really number one made us cry because we're crybabies <laughs> but two it really allowed us to see our work in the world actually making a difference mm -hmm. and so the first call we got um was well back up we did a crowdfunding campaign oh yeah so in 2020 we did it which is what kind of catalyzed the stuff yes. you're talking about um we had to do a crowdfunding campaign because we had no money <laughs> Our main um, revenue ge generator for Power Pump Girls was events. And so with COVID, that obviously got cut out. So we did a crowdfunding campaign yep. through iFundWomen, which was an amazing platform that opened up a lot of these opportunities. So we raised close to 30 grand on the platform. Yep. And then we applied for this grant opportunity that was also a program. And didn't even think about it after. Didn't. We just submitted the thing. Yeah. It was like, hopefully this helps. Yeah. Um, and got selected to be part of a group of 100 black-owned or black-run organizations through American Express, yeah. which was huge. And so American Express put their money where their mouths were. Quite they cut literally. us a $25,000 check. They connected us with, like Raina said, 100 other black women-owned businesses um, and resources for 100 days that are meant to help us grow. And so what you are seeing right now with our podcast is definitely a manifestation of those things. Yeah. You know, we, we got those, those dollars and we put together a plan and we were like, okay, how do we continue to grow and scale yeah. past where we are in Louisiana? Because we feel like the world, and you included, deserves <laughs> to be a part of this awesome community that we are building and we want you here. Yeah. And so... Here we are in 2021. So yeah. that was a really amazing opportunity. Um, and then this year, so we started seeing Powerpump Girls in a different light. Yeah. Um, we've always been unconventional. Always. We've always done things outside of the norm. Um, <laughs> again, in the kitchen, jumping in the car, just figuring it out as we go. Um, but we kind of started to frame it together. And now what? That's four years in. Yeah. So message to that it doesn't come overnight it's not immediate Absolutely not. <laughs> um, but we're now able to frame up we're like okay power pump girls is a resource yes. we provide educational components we provide you know space for women to have conversations or women and men 
to have conversations that may be unconventional or yep. uncomfortable, but that need to be had. Yep. Um, and then we provide opportunities or ways and a framework to mobilize in your community, to be that voice, to be yep. that leader. Um, and so that comes in different forms, but for us, merchandise and now media with this podcast are yep. kind of our two avenues that we're able to reach people and then use whatever that is that's coming back to us yeah. to, you know, change the world and change the community. So, so Raina, really excited. what oh God. can they expect from us in 2021 with this podcast? What are we, what are the conversations we're having? Give us an example. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, one of them we're going to talk about is like how to tell your friends to pull up, which is yeah. true to us as people. Like we don't give our friends a choice. We're like, Hey, <laughs> we're going to go and do this thing in the community and you're going to be a part of it. Hey yep. friend, you want to start your job? Let's do it. Like, let's map this out. And yeah. so that'll be some of the topics we do, um, how to turn your side hustle into your main hustle, which yeah. is something we've both successfully done. Yeah. Um, you know, womanhood, wellness, yes. women's rights issues. Yes. We'll also be, like, wearing some of our merch here and there yeah. because we are not ashamed of putting ourselves out there. Product um, placement. Yes, we will definitely be sponsoring our own podcast every now and then. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. I think the conversations will be the two of us. will involve some other people, but I think it'll be thought-provoking and educational at the same time. Yeah. Um, and we hope to just use this platform for good, like everything else we've done. So what we are asking of you today is we don't know where this car is going, <laughs> but we would love for you to hop in the car with us as we take this journey, as we take this drive. Um, Rain and I are very transparent. We're authentically ourselves and we are not shy or ashamed of that. And so we would love for you to be a part of this. Yeah. Tune in to our next episode. We won't tell you what it is, but maybe they should tell us what we should talk about. Yeah. Let us know in the comments. It's so weird Who to thought we would say be girls? that. Subscribe, like, but for real, do all of Subscribe. that. Subscribe. Yeah. In the comments, let us know some of the topics that kind of fall within the buckets of things we're going to talk about but we're kind of open to anything because we're unconventional so yeah thank you guys for tuning in thank you for being a part of this journey yeah and Stay we'll tuned. see you next time bye everybody bye